Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey there, this is Kim and Kat from Kim and Kat Stay Alive Maybe and Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. And we're here to tell you about Val, coming soon to Dread. Finn, a wanted criminal, Uh hides out with an escort named Val, a demon. That's not good. Val offers to make his problems disappear if he follows her rules. Don't do it! She has been expecting him all along, and it won't be easy to escape Val's dungeon. That's kind of hot. You can catch Val on demand on October 5th and on Blu-ray November 2nd. Dread Podcast Network presents... What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive. Stay alive. Maybe. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And this week, I, Katrin Porter, am going to be the teller, the spinner of the tale, if you will. And this week, I'm Kim Burns. (laughs) And she's going to (laughs) try to to stay stay alive. alive. Yeah. Um, Hi. Hello, ma'am. Your eyes look Bright and beautiful. Thank you. Sparkly. Glassy. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, gl- they are glassy, actually, because I'm <laughs> sleep- tired. Because <laughs> you're sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, a, that is a nice side effect. Of all the side effects of being sleep deprived, at least our eyes get very blink, glassy. Blink, blink, um, You know, I, I know someone... You also know this person, and it was the, one of the weirdest things that anyone has ever said to me where they said, a huge turn-on for them is wet eyes. Wet eyes. And I said... Oh, I can't wait to hear who this person is. And I said, as opposed to what? I was like, eyes are always wet, wet. to an extent. But like, or are a little... A little- more damp a little more damp so yeah so he was like i just don't like when somebody looks like they have dry eyes and i was like what are you even responding to and he was like the sparkle the sparkle wow and i was like 
That's a lot of, uh, you're a picky dude, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to write in the comments right now who it is. Also, I do a little thing um, when we we have to clap. People who record things know this where you do a little clap and then you do a, um, what's it called for our? Oh, I just found out who it was. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, when you do the sound. The, the slate? But then you do the sound silence for 10 seconds. And it's oh, called room something. Tone. Room tone. Room tone. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. Yeah. I am that meme that we shared on Instagram like to a, a thousand percent. Like it's You really insane. are. Go ahead. There's like a thing. It was like, how's your week? And they're like, well, I just uh, couldn't remember the word for penguin on a first date. And I called it a waddly cold bird. And I was like, that is literally my life. <laughs> uh, so yeah. what the fuck other thing was I saying? Room tone. You were talking about room so tone. So I do yeah. a little energetic thing in room tone. And it's a thing that uh, you're going to be learning in our course this week. So I'm oh. very excited about it. And it also... Um, is partly due to it, it adds to the eye sparkle i'll tell you oh, that much great i can't wait an, well our our friend would be very happy about it it's an energetic it, refresh uh, i yeah, bet he would and what I, I mean honestly now that you know who it is what i wanted to say was like do you think your eyes sparkle dude ah! like, <laughs> no they're dead inside like, for sure yeah i'm like i'm I'm pretty sure sure all the Adderall well, that's you why he's a, took the sparkle uh, right the fuck out of your eyes. That's why he's attracted to it. He's like, I want some of that yeah. sparkle. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. We've gotten to do two really cool horror things this week. Yeah. Two? Oh, yeah, we did do two. Yay. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the first one that we did was, okay, mm. let me let me tell you my journey. Jaina oh. holds out. Tits up. Clink. Here was my journey. Okay. So we're going to this thing called Creep LA. Mm -hmm. And we're going on behalf of Dread. And we're driving there. Mm -hmm. And Eric is next to me. And he's just kind of reading about it, right? Because, like, I literally did zero research on what this was. Other than the name and the address. That was, and what time I had to be there. That Mm -hmm. was it. That was all I knew about it. And that it was probably vaguely Halloween themed. So I never. Yeah. yeah. So I never read like, you know, the shit that's like, we're not responsible if you die or whatever. Yeah. But Eric starts reading it and he's like, this is intense. And I was like, what? And he's like, I don't know. It's just like talking about like very specifically, like we're not responsible for like any broken bones or serious injuries <laughs> that may lead to your uh, mental or physical demise. And I'm just like, am I going to McKinley Manor? <laughs> like, am I going to like yeah. one of those like extreme haunts? Like I started like panicking because I was just like, I did no research. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. So long story short, it was not that it was actually a very cool, very sexy mm-hmm. sort of haunt, a type of thing I've literally never been to before. Yeah, it was ever. really cool because everyone's like in character and it's a whole kind of storyline and like you go to different mm-hmm. sections like it was real fucking cool. A fucking actor's dream. Like just all those actors oh, yeah. are just like just chewing up the scenery and loving it. 
Oh, yeah. I was surprised there was any scenery left. Yeah. Because they were, I mean, there was just so much to chew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides if you can the, go. Besides, I guess, having to do it over and over and over again. Oh. <laughs> literally it every, less chewy. <laughs> yeah. Literally every, they start just barfing up yeah. scenery at that point. Uh but I would highly recommend going to this. Yeah, if I you're really in LA, would. it's called Creep LA. It's at Three Clubs. Yeah, it's I think really it cool. would be a great. Uh, oddly enough, this is one of the haunts where I feel like it would be a great date. Um, because there's time to. Oh, it would be a cool date. Intera- yeah, like it's there's the way that it's set up is there is a lot of time to interact with your date. It's not just walking through tunnels waiting for something to pop out at you so yeah yeah. i'll put a link in the show notes and um what was i gonna say about it i don't remember our second thing we did oh (laughs) speaking of broken bones i just kept thinking about oh when i tripped over that plant and knocked the whole thing over (laughs) speaking of scenery i like kicked some and, and it, like, <laughs> it did break the mood. We could see, like, the, the Michael's price tag on the bottom of it. You know, but we picked it up. We restored the ambiance. <laughs> the dirt, like, <laughs> like, literally knocked the whole plant over and the dirt went everywhere. And I was like, oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> I, get, I get nervous and things like that. <clears throat> Don't we all? But, yeah, it was really fun. Continue. Um, Oh, no, that was it. I was going to have you talk about the second thing we did. The second thing we did was also for a dread. Um, they have a new movie coming out called Val. Mm-hmm. It's on demand October 5th. You can pre-order now. I don't know when this episode comes out. Uh, the 7th. Oh, it's fucking out now. Bitches, get mm-hmm. it. Go go watch it. It's called Val. Hey. Um, I'll also put some links in show notes for that. Uh, but yeah, we got to go to the premiere and actually do interviews on the red carpet of everyone in the film, yeah. which was like really fucking fun and cool. Yeah, it was really fun and cool. And, you know, here's what I'll say. I was actually like really proud of us in in a whole new way um, because Kim and I are pretty game. We're both pretty good um, under certain types of uh, under performance pressure. I was about to include me as someone who's good under pressure. And I realized that <laughs> not all situations am I good under pressure. So I said, you know, performance pressure. I'm I'm pretty good under. Sure. But Kim and I had literally, we don't interview people, really. I mean, you guys know that. We've done maybe two. And that's been sort of something that we can edit and, and dance around. We've never done live interviews. Um, and we've never done certainly red carpet interviews and like we just kind of had to just go in like there was no practice there was no whatever and you know we got our footing under us after a couple like it's not you know we were we got more comfortable as we went but I was like really fucking proud of us that we were just both kind of like okay here we go let's do it me too it was really fun and it's um yeah it was really cool and it's like um made by like a really awesome power couple Mm -hmm. uh victoria frats and um was like a writer and producer and then aaron fradkin was like writer director they're really awesome and then the lead was like such a fucking queen badass yeah misha reeves she She was was she had a presence yeah yeah very cool yeah so highly recommend 
yeah, go check it out. Do we have anything else to cover? That's it. Tell me a movie. Great. Um, well, I, so what did I say? This comes out on the 7th. So in two days, it'll be my birthday. Yay. So, happy birthday. Thank you. It's your birthday. Uh, we never remember birthday. what those words are. I didn't pick up your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever um, knew. I always was just like, I don't. I think it's I don't mumbling. gotta pick up the phone. I think something like that. Yeah, something yeah. about the phone. Yeah. Um. So I had vaguely remembered that Dread had put out a movie where literally all I knew about it was like on her 18th birthday. Like that was in the description. Um, and since it is also going to be my 18th, 18th birthday. birthday. Yeah. She's legal, everybody. I am. Wow. I am. What are you going to do? Buy lottery tickets and porn? You bet. Get tattoos. Vote. Yeah, I'm going to do all kinds of things that one does for the first time on their 18th birthday. Wow. Um, so this is book of monsters so it's 18th birthday books i love them monsters they're cool Uh, and so here we go (laughs) (laughs) it was directed by stuart spark and it was written by paul butler dead or alive you ready go sophie alive Mona. Dead. Goth. Girl. Dead. Oh, I forgot somebody. Hold on. Dumb Dickless Derek. He's Dumb dead. Dumb D- Dickless Derek. He's always dead. Um, sorry. Goth girl, you said what? Dead. Uh, Aria. Alive. Bryce. Dead. Gary. <sighs> Alive. Stripper. Alive. Mom. Alive. Dad. Alive. Crush or Jess. Dead. Congratulations. Horrible. (laughs) 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 Oakley Doakley. You're welcome. Here we It's a dark and stormy night. And we open on an old attic that really reminded me of the never ending story attic Mm. where it's like, you know, the vaulted ceilings, Uh but then it's got like a circular window up at the top, you know? Okay. Up at the top. So it's like the vaulting is like this, like Mm -hmm. a triangle like this. And then there's like a, like a circular window that's like pretty high up, like right underneath the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, looking to the outside. So storming, lightning, flashing. And we zoom in on a super cool box, like a trunky trunk type of situation. Okay. And the trunk opens by somebody. Uh, and there's an old book inside. An old book? An old dusty book that I wanted to get me hands on. Uh, but too late because two little hands reach out and grab it. Little child hands. 
I had a thing I forgot that we should say. Yes. That maybe we can take out and put in the beginning or we can just okay. say it now. But yeah, uh, we're doing drunk horror. <gasps> yes. Yes. We are doing drunk horror. It is on October 16th. And guys, we're doing it a little differently this time. We're going to mix it up. We're still doing it with Paige, the Madam of Horror. Yep. We're going to mix it up. It's October 16th, which is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Come bring your pumpkin beer. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it'll probably be 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Okay. she's Eastern. And Great. Thank you for Western. telling me. I wasn't sure. Uh, something along those lines. Probably five yeah. or six, eight or nine-ish. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll post about it. For sure. Obviously. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast. I'll have all the deets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. Drunk car. If you haven't done it before, it's like we do this basically, but it's a drinking game. So yeah, you get virtual, to play along. Obviously, yeah, I virtual mean, streaming you- online. You get to talk into the comments with everyone, and everyone hangs out. It's a big party. It's really, truly one of my favorite things we do. Very, very fun. And it's now that I'm not a big drinker, I'm a hot, hot mess every time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. So little child hands grab the book. And now we see the little girl going into her room with the book. So she gets under the covers to read it and, like, pulls out her little flashlight. And there's very ominous music. This is not story bedtime music. It's very ominous. And we see that in the book, it's, like, very sort of scary creatures and pictures. It kind of looks like a grimoire or a book of shadows, but only dedicated to different types of monsters. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim gave a- me the I have something to say face, but then <laughs> I gave her space to say it. She didn't say it. Because it, it's not meant for the fact. It doesn't matter. It's a We could cut it. But um, that just reminded me of um, Misha Reeves' purse that she was wearing last night that I we were obsessed with. It was a purse no, we that do need said to. Book of Shadows. It looked like a book, but it was a purse and it said Book of Shadows on it. And I was like, I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. No, this is relevant to the podcast because I'm glad (laughs) you reminded me. I had forgotten and I too want that fucking purse. Uh, So yeah. Great job, Kim. All right. Back to this Book of Shadows. Someone find us then. Send it to us on social media. Yeah. (laughs) So back to this Book of Shadows. Um, She's reading it and the little girl is like loving it. And then mom comes in. And catches her reading it. And we hear the most delightful British accent. British! Yay! Yeah, but it's like, so whatever part of England would say, like, instead of story, they'd be like, story. Story. Like, it's a real, mm -hmm, like a very, very drawn out eh at the end of story. Um, Lovely. Could have just listened to them talk all day. And mom's like, you're not supposed to be reading that book on your own. And the little girl is like, well, can you read me just one? And the mom is like, okay. So she opens to one of the pages and the mom says, the Grota was a savage and powerful beast. One day, a young, brave warrior, just like you, came passing through the village. She decided that all monsters, no matter how scary, could be defeated. The warrior fought long and hard, 
but the monster was strong and vis- vicious. She picked her moment, thrust her sword, and jabbed the monster in its weakest spot. Okay, good night. And I was like, oh, where's the rest? That was the shortest bedtime story ever. Where's the- <laughs> Give me the good stuff. Give me the details. I want more. Yeah, I was like, that would not have sati- satiated me at bedtime. But little Sophie, oh, her name's Sophie, is like, okay, good night. And so mom turns out the light. She then, mom stops before she walks out the door because she hears something under the bed. And Sophie says, mom? And mom says, quiet for mom, pumpkin. And she's like, don't, don't look over the side of the bed. Mm, Or like, she doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't like say, don't look over the side of the bed, but she was definitely like, I've got it kind of thing. Don't, you know, don't move. Yeah. So question one, what do you do and what does mom do? You hear something under the bed. Um, I think she's going to look under the bed. Okay. You know, I hate things under the bed. Oh, I do. I hate putting my feet near the under of the bed. I hate. Hates it. um, I um, move out. Great. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a full point? She's giving me a hold up moment. That's a half point for you. (laughs) Okay. Because what I would say to that is, well, you definitely solved the problem for now. (laughs) nice job so kim's advice when you hear anything under the bed anything at all move out that or or something in your closet just move out yeah sorry so she looks slowly under the bed and there is a fear on her face but also some sort of recognition it's a knowing right a knowing fear so not a fear of the unknown. Correct. A fear of the known. Yes. So knowing what you are f- fearful of, though we don't, and we can't see anything. It's pitch black under there. You're in a child's bedroom. Mm-hmm. What do you use as a weapon? Is this a question? Or just mm-hmm. you're in qu- question inquiring? <laughs> it's I use um I don't know, what do kids have? Toys? I probably use like they a baseball toys. bat. Okay. I'm going with baseball bat. Okay. Or any similar toy. And how about her? If she has a toy chainsaw, that would be really handy right now. Okay. Or toy knives. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going with baseball bat. Toy knives. Um, she uses the lamp. One point for you. Uh, yeah. <sighs> You can't see the child's room, but anything, uh, baseball bat is great, just something heavy, robust. She pulls, I went back and rewound it, what looks to be a uh, small, small butter knife that one might put on the table to serve soft cheeses to their guests. <laughs> Where'd she get that um, from? <laughs> so she appears to- cheese in her room. <laughs> 
She appears to always have it in her back pocket. Oh. But well, you never know when a good cheese is going to show up. <laughs> and you got to have your own knife. It is. But it. I rewound it. It is literally like that long mm-hmm. of a cheese knife. And like sort of a decorative rounded tip as if uh, as if it was modeled after an elf's shoe. <laughs> and right. uh, for all I know, it was very sharp because we do know that scalpels, you know, look okay. kind of, you know, Maybe not she keeps super stabby. In her back pocket. So I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But unfortunately, you would have gotten two points if you had chosen I'll use a baseball bat or something of the like, and she she used a butter knife, cheese knife. So unfortunately, one point for you. And so she's looking under the bed and like kind of holding her 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 cheese plate knife, and she's very scared. But like we can't; it is pitch black. We can't see anything. And at this point, the little girl is like, "Mom," but like not looking over the side of the bed, right? And so she's just like, mom, mom. And she looks over the bed and mom comes crawling out from under the bed and something pulls her back underneath. And the little girl's like, no. And then giant claw bug grabby hands start pulling the sheets off the little girl's bed. And it stands up and it's this giant bug monster with insect arms whispering Sophie and then she wakes up yeah. and she's teenage Sophie oh. cut to teenage Sophie in class and Sophie is making eyes at this cute redhead girl Oh, and the girl kind of like shyly makes eyes at her back mm-hmm. and then kind of like leans over And as she leans over, the girl sitting next to her is revealed. And it's just some, like, dumb, mean girl bitch who just, like, mouths, lesbo. Ew, fuck you, bitch. I was like, what the fuck year is it? Like, people are gay. Are we still doing this? What the fuck is happening? So then this other girl, they're, like, taking a test or something. And she kind of, like, audibly says out loud, like, this is so boring. And the teacher stops the fucking class. Now, I'm a substitute. So, listen, I know that there are certain things you do and do not say to children, no matter how much of a dick they are. All right? It doesn't matter if they make fun of your blue hair. (laughs) You don't get to tell them that they're an asshole. Kedron didn't get butthurt at all by a young girl recently (laughs) making fun of her hair. That totally didn't happen. Speaking of which, last night, uh, I was telling Eric, I was like, I was like, I got a couple compliments on my hair. And he goes, better tell Claudia. And I was like, Claudia. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, and then he was like, I don't think I'm going to be sharing that my wife has a 14 year old nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, listen, we don't always get to pick our nemeses. Sorry. Claudia. So I have her in like every fucking class too. Um, So the teacher stops and is like, uh, it seems that once again, Mona can't go even a minute without trying to get everyone's attention. And she's like, and he goes, 
you're the reason this school is struggling. I was like, I'm sorry, just single handedly. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, she literally just said, this is boring. I was like, I have students that call me a fucking bitch to my face and they are not the reason that their school is struggling, I assure you. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, you're making the whole class fail. And Sophie had the same thought as me. Yeah, Sophie had the same thought as me and she just goes, that's not true. And I was like, snaps to you, Sophie. Don't let a fucking shitty teacher bully you. So... Uh, the teacher then says, don't defend her. You're better than that. I was like, wow. you're fired. Really you're straight up teach- fired. And listen, this is the second movie we've done with a British school. And the teachers were just as ab- verbally abusive in that one. And I'm like, is this a British thing? And frankly... There is some serious pedagogical problems in Harry Potter at that British school as well. <laughs> so I guess maybe it's just part of the British culture. What other British school did we do? Slaughterhouse rules. Oh. You know what else we did was that Christmas one. Um, Christmas one. Anna and the oh, Apocalypse. Yeah, Anna and the Apocalypse. And that one teacher was a real dick. England, what's your deal? Can we have some of our British listeners weigh in? Is it just like a totally different school culture that you can just be assholes to children? Because it's one of two things that it is a that or Uh that that's like what they put in horror movies. Well, yeah, because it's like so not that 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 they're then like, this is horrifying. (laughs) Right. But Harry Potter is not a horror movie. Mm, And that's one of the best wizarding schools. But there are. But there are. it's an evil good situation, though. You know, like there's supposed to, there's like inherent evil. I hear you. Be, I hear you. To be had. Uh, listen, I'm going <laughs> to postmortem the pedagogy of British schools. I'm going to do it. Here we go. Great. So, Mean Girl is on teacher's side, obviously. Mean Girl is named Aria. And this bitch is extra. Like, I'm telling you, it looks like this fucking Mean Girl Aria was like, I'm going to watch the movie Mean Girls, and I'm literally going to do my very best to emulate Regina George. Mm -hmm. But I'm not very smart, and I'm not very good at it, so I really just look like a mean girl that isn't very good at being mean. So that's what I say to you. (laughs) You're fucking Regina George is shitty you're a wannabe regina george you're a wannabe regina george like her comebacks were just like lackluster all over the place there was no like the thing about regina george is her subtlety you know (laughs) she tells you that she loves your skirt but you know she doesn't you know she's making fun of you aria it's just all on her face it's just too try hard aria you failed so mean girl aria is like Go mess up your life elsewhere. Some of us have a future. And I was like, she literally just said this is boring. Like, what is your problem? But fucking Mona does know how to craft a comeback because she goes, and your future involves taking it from three guys on pay-per-view. Oh, burn. Yeah. And Arya's just like, ugh. What's up? Oh, you had a face like you 
we're about to say oh. something. Oh, I was going to say also, but we don't kink shame and we um, support sex workers. So 100%. Is Mona the one that got said it was boring? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So then she says that and the teacher is like straight to the headmaster with ye. To the headmaster. To the headmaster with you. Um, So now we cut to the hallway after class. And Mona comes up to Sophie and Sophie is like, oh, you got let out of the dungeon or whatever the fuck she says. And Mona sees Sophie making eyes at the cute girl again, at her crush. But her crush is talking to Aria, stupid mean girl, and Aria's equally stupid boyfriend, Bryce, who's a real piece of shit as well. Mm. And so, like, Aria's er, crush is clearly, like, in that clique, but also, like, not like them. Yeah, because crush made cute googly eyes back, right? Made cute googly eyes back, but also, like... Seems like one of those girls that like doesn't stand up. Yeah, to she's the whatever face name in Me Girls. Gretchen Wiener. Sure, I don't know any of their names, so you or could say any of them, and I would just say yes. Blonde girl or party I of five, know. but you know, like you motherfucker, one's like along for the ride kind of thing, but a little yes. bit nicer. Yes, so that's her. <laughs> so <laughs> you decided. I'll just agree. Yes, great. <laughs> Gertrude Van Helsing. Is that who you're talking about? Sure. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, I don't even I'm know really if going, you need that up or not. <laughs> I made, I, yes, I did make up Gertrude Van Helsing as one of the characters in Tina Fey's Mean Girls. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> There's no Gertrude Van Helsing. It's been a long time since movie. I've seen it. <laughs> when did that movie come out? I don't know. Before I was born, because I'm only 18. That's how long ago I've seen it. Yeah. So <laughs> Mona <He's> says. <laughs> so Mona comes up to her and shows Sophie an invite that she made for Sophie's 18th birthday. Cute. And her thir- their third friend, we're now introduced to their third friend. Their third friend is goth girl. That's how I'll refer okay. to her. So Mona. Very quiet. Mona, Sophie, Sophie and Doth Girl. And Sophie is like, I said a few people, not the whole bloody school. And uh, Mona's like, you only turn 18 once. And I was like, heard that girl just this one time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are we going to do for your 18th, Kat? Yeah. So Mona's like, this is a perfect opportunity to talk to your crush. And Sophie, like, is so nervous, like, doesn't say anything. And Mona's like, I'll do it. So she goes over and she hands Crush an invitation, obviously hands one to Aria and Bryce because they're, like, standing right there. And But we don't want them to come. I agree. I would have just handed it to the Crush, but whatever. I don't know. Mean Girl is just like, what the hell? Like, just, I'm like, shut up. Like, just... If you don't have anything biting to say, don't say anything at all. Um, so just like Sophie's having a party. If you're going to be a mean girl. Be better at it. Yeah, be better at it. Um, and so Crush is like, Sophie's having a party? Like definitely ah! is like, Yay. perky, perky. And Mona says, yep, pro DJ and booze on tap. And I was like, what is the drinking? Well, 18. It's 18. Uh, it is 18, right? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That clears some things. We're in England. 
Yeah. Now, not that there wouldn't be like beer at a high school party, even if they're underage, but later on, the girls refer to going to get beer like in front of her dad. And that's where I was like, what? But now that makes sense. Moving on. So Aria is like, this looks great. And I'm like, again, you're the worst. And she's like, I'm in. And then she's like, babe. And Bryce is like, yeah, I guess I'm in too. And then she's like, Bryce, phone. And I'm like, don't you have your own fucking phone, bitch? And so she's like, I'm making a booking for tonight. That's all we hear. A booking of what? We'll find out. Mm. So then there are three girls are walking home to Sophie's house. And they're just talking about, you know, the party and Mona's like, absinthe has been a party staple since medieval times. And I'm like, are they having absinthe at this party? Which is fun. Absinthe. I'm going to do. I, I'm going to do a. Do, do why am I giving myself your post- 18th birthday party? Maybe. I don't know. I'll bring some absinthe cocktails. Yeah, that might be fun. I think I'm going to do some research on absinthe in medieval times. For another postmortem, because I'm interested. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'm just giving, I'm just get girl, you know I love researching British things, medieval, medieval things. things. Yeah, I mean, More it's right up my alley. Yeah. So we're walking into Sophie's house, and it's got, like, little, those little gnomes mm-hmm. outside. And one of the girls just, like, is being silly and, like, pats one on the head. And uh, dad, they walk in, and dad is like, you're home! And we see that he's, like, decorated the whole dining room, but, like, with, like, little kid uh, decorations. Right. And, like, not in, like, a cute, ironic way. Like, he was really, like, pretty, pretty here's princess. the decoration. Yeah. And Sophie is, like, noticeably sort of, like, thanks. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, and he's like, well, you, you only turn 18 once. I wanted to make it special. And she's just kind of like, yeah, thanks, dad. Like, doesn't want to make him feel too bad, but is also like, we're going to be taking these down. So cut to the cut to the girls in her bedroom. We see it's the same bedroom from the beginning. And dad comes in and says, can I have a word in private? And Mona and goth girl are like, sure, we'll go get the drinks. Dad sits down on the bed and he's like, I'm really proud of you. And I think you have a lot of potential. You're just like her. <sighs> and Sophie is like, Dad, my friends are here. Like kind of being like, don't get it. I don't want to get into like this mm-hmm. whole thing. And dad's like, I'm not going to embarrass you. He's like, but I've held on to this for too long. And he pulls out. The Book of Monsters. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Mom wanted you to have it. And Sophie's like, I don't, I don't want to take it. And that's where he's like, she would want you to have this. She's like, we used to call it the Book of Monsters. And Dad is like, it wasn't my first choice for bedtime stories, but your mother was unconventional. <laughs> and he's like, that's why I married her. And then he's like, I know I don't measure up. Hmm. And Sophie's like, Dad, I love you. And she's like, and I miss her too. Like, 
It's okay. And dad is like, okay, you know, stiff up burlip British person. Enough emotions. And he's (laughs) like, well, (laughs) and he's like, well, don't go, don't go too crazy. And she's like, it'll be very tame. And then so he leaves and she opens the book and it's got like a big pentagram on the front of it. And as she opens the book and kind of flips the pages, we sort of hear like whispers and wind sort of blowing through. And so she closes it real fast and they stop. So now we cut to dad with his little roller bag and he's like, okay, goodbye, kids. So I'm like. He's just piecing uh, out so she can have her birthday piecing party. piecing out. Wow. Yeah. And, and it appears to be that he is piecing out for her birthday because it's like he knows when her 18th birthday is. It's not like he'd be like, well, I'm scheduling a business trip for yeah. you. Like he's like, all right, goodbye. England. Like, the teachers are mean. Right. The parents are lax. Yeah. So she's like, don't worry, dad. It's just going to be a quiet night in with the girls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bed by midnight. And they're like, okay. And then he closes the door and they're like, he has no idea. I'm like, well, he probably has some idea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Probably a little. You did say you were going to get drinks. So Um, now we cut to a montage of them like getting ready um, and like fun party music, you know, like the kind of stuff that I put on um, for fun party time. So sad things (laughs) that make you cry. Yeah, sad, sad downers. Kim doesn't let me make playlists anymore, even for my own parties, which honestly, I guess is for the best. They're Debbie Downers. Yeah, they're not pump you up music. No. Um, so quick cut to like all this hubbub and getting ready to the girls just sitting on the couch alone, like birthday hats on, like playing chess oh, and just no. kind of being like, no one came. Nobody came. And so Mona is like, don't worry, it's still really early. And we look at the clock and it says 1050. And I was like, what? That is an hour and 20 minutes past my bedtime. Um, But then I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember like being young. I mean, I'm only 18. Damn it. Where we'd be like, okay, 17. Yeah. Okay. Time to go out. Yeah. It was, was pre heading to the bar at 10 PM. (laughs) Yeah. Um, those were good times. Uh, then we hear the doorbell and the first motherfucking person to walk in is dumb bitch Aria and her dumb bitch Bryce. Um, and she walks in, she's like, this is shabby. Get me some wine. And I'm like, why are you even fucking here? So, then one million people pour in behind her. And Mona sees one guy walk in and she's like, hello, handsome, to a gentleman no less than 37 years old. <laughs> Not even attempting to be anything even remotely less than 37 years old. I mean, he had full, like, dad bod and and just real, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's got three kids at home, for sure. <laughs> and... Then Crush comes in, and she's like, cool party. And Sophie just, like, freezes. <laughs> and so the Crush just kind of walks off. <laughs> Sophie, get it together. <laughs> get it together, Sophie. <laughs> so 
Then a guy with like longish hair walks up to her and is like, hey, great party. And she kind of looks at him like not recognizing him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we had geography together. And she's like, oh, right. What's your name again? And he's like, Gary. And she's like, right, Gary. And then she sees someone like shotgunning a beer like over at over across the room. And Mm -hmm. it clearly makes her nervous. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, she was not expecting this many people to be here. And she probably like, you know, she sees a stranger in the corner shotgunning a beer. Like, that's where you're like, okay, the party's getting off the chain here. And, you know, Um, and so she gets really nervous and she takes like a big swig of Gary's drink. And she's like, okay, thanks, Kevin. And he's like, it's it's Gary. Poor Gare. Poor Gare. Don't worry. I have a feeling Gary's going to really garify this. Gary. So (laughs) she walks off. And then this fucking vixen in a red dress comes in. Oh. Who also walked with not the air of a high schooler. I can tell you that right now. Uh. She had the confidence of a 37-year-old. As <laughs> a lot well. of 37-year-olds at this party. This. Yeah. yeah. You're either 17 or 37. No in between. Yep. Correct. And she comes in and she starts sniffing all the men. Oh, I just had a realization of something. But I'll tell you later. I can't tell you now. Sniffing everybody. And she, like, sniffs Gary and, like, moves on. <laughs> okay. So Is this now how you we find cut your to, person because I'm down. Can I join? Yeah, you sniffing s- people. Sniff them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, those pheromones, man. Mm. Got to tune into them. So now we cut to a montage of everyone dancing and partying, and Sophie is like cleaning up as she goes. Oh, so like not having a good time, and like literally takes like a drink out of a girl's hand, just like not thinking about it, and it's like I was still drinking that, like. This she's not good at parties. Yeah. And she may as well put one of my playlists on at this point. <laughs> I mean, it would probably clear everyone out, so my uh, idea. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so we see like in the montage that Gary and Goth Girl are kinda like making eyes at each other, like sort of like, Who are you? Who are you? And uh Sophie is like cleaning stuff up and someone like throws up on the table Ooh, right in front of her. No. And she's like, Kim. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> but also, zing. <laughs> you were so excited for that joke. <laughs> I was. I was. And so, like, she stands up from almost getting barfed on, and fucking Bryce says to Aria and, and whoever else he's standing with, oh, probably Crush, and is like, hey, watch this. And he just, like, throws his beer on Sophie. I can't stand that. Yeah. And like, he doesn't even make a thing to be like, oops, I tripped. Like, he just is like, he's just like flat out being a dick. Yeah. And I'm just like, one, you wasted your beer. Everyone knows in high school, beer is like gold. You don't waste alcohol. Oh, but they're legal. Right. Different different beer ethos over right. there at 18. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but still the same asshole still, ethos. Yeah, though. still the same amount of dick. Yeah. 
So he and Arya laugh. <laughs> and I love hey. a good British dick. Hey, that's true. And Sophie runs off crying. Crush runs after her. Crush! Go make out. Let's be girlfriends. And finds her in the hallway and, like, brings her a tissue or something, I think, and, like, sits down with her. Like, they're sitting on the floor of the hallway. And Crush is like, I'm really sorry about them. Mm. And Sophie's like, why do you hang out with them? Yeah. And she doesn't answer. Like, she's definitely, like, I, you know, doesn't know why she hangs out with them. So now we cut to Gary out there. And he's straight up calling out Bryce and Arya, being like, that was really fucked up. Gare. Yes. Yeah. Geology up top. Yeah. And Bryce, of course, gets all like bro-y and aggro. I guess bro in England, bro in America, the species of bro is all the same because he just gets real like aggro and he's like, what's up, big man? And like pushes Gary backwards and he kind of like falls back over the couch right into goth girl's lap. And he, like, doesn't get up right away. (laughs) And he's, like, sorry. And she's just, like, hi. And I was, like, oopsies. So now we cut to some guy who, like, is sniffing the punch bowl. And, like, picks up. Yeah. And picks up a slice of orange that's in there and, like, licks it and puts it back. I'm like, could you not tell that that was an orange? Don't do that. Gross. Were you unable to identify that it was a citrus orange fruit? Like, what is your deal? So, gross guy. Then, little Miss Vixen comes up to orange guy and smells him. Mm Mm-hmm. And stays there. Mm Mm-hmm. And orange guy says... Sorry, I had two curries last night. And I'm like, you're so gross. But Vixen doesn't care. And she pulls him away. Okay, she likes curry. I guess. She likes stinky people, I guess. So now we're back with Sophie and her crush in the hallway. And they're like giggling and sharing a drink. When Vixen brings orange curry into like doesn't acknowledge Sophie and crush just brings orange curry into Sophie's bedroom. And Sophie is like, that's my bet. And they close the door. Crush makes a joke. She's like, I know a good dry cleaner. And Sophie's like, what are you talking about? She's like, for your sheets. (laughs) Gross, 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 gross. I mean, I've definitely slept in a mystery bed or two in my life that I'm sure was covered in age-old jizz. Jizz of yore from infinite parties, but you You don't want to know about it. Yeah, when you're right, you're right. And you also just, like, don't want it to be your own sheets. Like, it's okay for an overnight visit, an Mm -hmm. overnight stay to someone else's. A drunken pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want it to be your own. You don't want it to be your own. And, and, and truly it really is about like, don't say it. I don't want to, I don't want to know it. Like I might know it in the back of my head. I don't want to know. I don't want you to tell me for sure that I'm, (laughs) that I'm sleeping on crusty jizz. (laughs) You know, 
So many thoughts going through my head. I can't contain it. Of all the beds of jizz you've slept on? All the beds of jizz I've slept on. And then some of the times where I know someone had sex in my bed. Mm-hmm. One is yeah. um, someone having sex with my boyfriend's brother in college on mine and my boyfriend's <laughs> bed. <laughs> right. Right. On our, that- on our bed. So I'm just thinking about that one. You, do, you definitely thinking know. About, um, thinking about lots of those times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we cut to Vixen in the bedroom with Orange Curry. And she's on top of him. And he is well aware that he is in over his head <laughs> with this with this vixen lady. And he's trying to make conversation. And I'm like, I don't this girl is not giving off conversation vibes, bud. And she, he's like, what class are you in? And she just covers his mouth and is like, don't talk. And then she kind of starts like looking around the room for something and almost kind of like trying to sense something. Okay. And she finds the Book of Monsters. Okay. And picks it up. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Aria coming up to Sophie, who's now rejoined the party. And she's like, Sophie, the police are here. And Sophie's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know. You have to go talk to them. So Sophie opens the door and the cop is like, are you Sophie? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I got a call about a disturbance. You're under arrest. And she's like, for what crime? And he's like, a crime of passion. (laughs) And this fella. He's a stripper? He's a stripper. Listen, (laughs) you got to make a living. He's not, he's not a big city stripper. Okay. Okay. He's a, he's a small, small time stripper. He's one of maybe two strippers in town. You know what I'm okay. saying? Maybe even one. Because um, there wasn't a ton of criteria that he appeared to be meeting okay. for, you know, titillating the female gaze, if you will. But there he is doing his job. And he starts stripping poorly. And the music is straight out of 1982. Not 92. 82. Like, just a very immediate deja vu to that uh, to a movie from that time like pretty in pink the breakfast club that kind of thing and sophie is like so embarrassed like not fun embarrassed like so embarrassed cut back to the bedroom vixen is holding the book while still straddling orange curry okay and he's like are you a big reader me too (laughs) orange curry and he's like, I like reading fantasy novels. <laughs> yeah. And he says, and playing Dungeons I'm going- and Dragons. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to a book signing soon. I was like, okay, you're going to a book signing soon. No offense cool. to all of our listeners who play Dungeons and Dragons. I hear it's fun, but just not for me. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's <laughs> shocking that I don't play Dungeons I think and Dragons. If you just need to find yourself a coven or whatever the fuck they call themselves, and or like a dungeon you'd master be good to go. Yeah. So. She opens the book, like is ignoring him. She opens the book and it's. And then she says her first line. Tell me. Are you a virgin? Question three. Regardless of your answer. What do you say? What does he say? 
I'm saying no, and I think he says... I'm saying no, and I think he says yes, question mark? Double ding. <laughs> that was a tough one because it's like, do you want to be a virgin or do you not want to be a virgin right, in a horror movie? Right, you know? Right. Nice job. So he says, I've never even kissed a girl before. Orange like, curry. Fucking orange curry. Quiet. And so at that point, she goes to rip her dress open, but it jump cuts to the stripper ripping his uh-huh, shirt nice. open. Cool. And uh, so we like see him dancing poorly uh-huh. on poor Sophie and she's not into it. Now we cut back to Vixen and Gary and now she's biting his neck to to bleed and carving with her nails something into his chest. And he makes <laughs> no attempt to push her off at all whatsoever. Maybe this is what sex is. He doesn't know. That's what I said. I was like, poor fucking Orange Curry is like, is this what we do? <laughs> Am I supposed to bleed this much? Exactly. <laughs> Am I supposed to have symbols carved into my chest? I love losing my virginity. (laughs) And so this was the aha moment that I just had. So she was sniffing around. For a virgin? party for a virgin. (gasps) She sniffed Gary and walked away. And I was like, that means Gary boned down. Okay. And he's like, these bitches don't know my name, but I know one bitch who does. Mm-hmm. Or multiple. Maybe, Gar- maybe Gary fucks. Gary can get it. Maybe Gary can get it. Maybe Gary fucks. That's what this vixen said. She was like, you fuck. <laughs> so, uh, biting his neck, intercut with the stripper stripping. So it's like, ah, terrible sex. Ah, terrible stripping. Finally, Mona, like, pushes the stripper off Sophie and is like, you're done. Kill the music. And our stupid Arya is just laughing. Cut back to the big. I want a, a stripper for my 18th birthday. That's, like, a little young. I would be uncomfortable. I truly believe that, like, private strippers are so uncomfortable. Like, no matter who you are, I feel like it's such an uncomfortable situation. Because mm-hmm. eventually it's going to go on too long. And, like, I feel like it's like, oh, cool, like, 30 seconds of this. And then I'm like, I get it now. I'll go to, like, I'll go to like a Magic Mike performance, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, having just all the yeah energy right on me. No, thank you. It's a lot. Okay, so what you're saying is I should cancel my stripper for your 18th birthday party real quick. Be right back. Yeah. And I'll uh I'll cancel yours for your eighteenth birthday coming up in a in couple December. months. Yeah. So cut back to Vixen. Now we see that what she was carving on his chest is a pentagram. Which is not a sign of evil, it's a sign of protection. Anyway. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it. I was like, which which <laughs> means what, Catherine? Whatever. Uh <laughs> Her, her nemesis, her nemeses are fourteen-year-old girls named Claudia, and people yeah. who think the pentagram is, is a sign of evil. 
It's so irritating. Uh, and then, so then she like sits up and she like cracks her neck bones, but like oh. it sounds like she may have too many neck bones. Right, right, right. Because it was crack- crickety cracking. And now her face is like all starting to be all green and scaly. Is she a and at this point, Orange Curry is like, I don't think sex is I for me. I don't think this is what sex is. I was I was okay with the blood and the yeah. carving and the biting, but once you start yeah. turning green and scaly, that's I don't know if I'm sick. I don't know if that yeah. is, is that it doesn't seem right. He's not he's not into it anymore. So he kind of goes to push her off, but as he does it, the skin of her torso just starts coming no! off to like reveal like a bug's thorax <gasps> and then like bug she's arms start coming out. Monster. She's the bug monster. And Gary at this point is like, I'm out of here, but it's too late, buddy. Cause she's the bug monster now. So now we cut back to the party and Sophie confronts crush who I guess was standing with Aria and Bryce and was like laughing along with the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. And so Sophie is like, enjoy that, did you? She's like, I thought you were different. Mm-hmm. And the stripper, the poor stripper is like, I was just told to show you a good time. And <laughs> Aria, I mean, I do feel bad for the stripper. Like he's yeah. just trying to do his job. Aria then starts being a fucking mean girl and like, you know, says something mean and Mona's like can you just like lay off like so what if Sophie's gay like get over it and Arya's like do you think being a lesbian is the is her biggest problem like and then she kind of starts like talking to the whole party and she's like didn't you all hear about her trip to the loony bin she says the boogeyman got her mom except they say bogeyman in England they which I'm say like bogeyman. it's boogie She's like, so the bogeyman killed her mom. And she's like, my parents think her dad did it. Or I don't know, maybe Sophie's the one who chopped her mom up into little pieces. And then moan, and then, and then Sophie punches her in the face. Sophie! Yes, bitch! Then Arya has like a weird, like kind of badass moment where like, she punched her hard enough that, like, she spits out blood, but, like, she's not like, ah, you hit me. Like, she's just like, and, like, looks back. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. And, sh- and you know, then she's like, now I'm really going to fuck you up or whatever the fuck she says. So now we're back with Bug Vixen. And she is bug body, but still uh, Vixen scaly face. face. Okay. So she's biting his neck now. And it's spurting all over the place. And Gary's just like, I hate sex. I hate sex. (laughs) You're really going to need that dry cleaner now. Yeah. And it's the blood spurts onto one of the pages of the book. Okay. It starts storming inside the house and wind all over the place in the living room as well. So the other people in the living room are like, storm in the house? And the pages of the book are like, yeah. and I wrote, Virgin dies, book closes. So like, <laughs> Orange Curry is no more, book closes, wind Buddy. and storm. I mean, what a way to go, you know? 
right? And then the storm stops. And everyone is like, what What the fuck was that? And then banging yeah. on the door. And they're like, huh. and it's just some other guy with beer. And he's like, I'm the beer guy. And I was like, hey. And then monster hands grab him and tear him in half. Oh, no. Bottom half separated from top half in half. And so everyone is screaming. And this fucking monster walks in. That looks like a big hunchback dementor with a with a animal skull, like a deer skull as a face and like a spiny back. So it's like if a deer skull, a dementor, a hunchback and a stegosaurus (laughs) all had a baby, that's what it would be. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. So it's just ripping people in half. I mean, just. Shink, shink, rippity, rippity ripples. And everyone is just freaking out. It just rips one girl's intestines just directly oh, out of no. her body. I like them to, in my body. I love, I love my intestines inside my body. I love it. And I guess this girl does too because she's like screaming. She she's upset. not. She seemed pretty, she seemed pretty upset. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so then we see, like, Bryce, this guy kind of, like, walks out of the bathroom, and he's, like, really drunk. And he's, like, Bryce is, like, Anders, look out. And the drunk guy slips on some intestines from a dead standstill, mind you. Just, (laughs) uh, and slip. (laughs) And. (laughs) I love it. And, yeah. And the monster, the monster then stomps on his chest Uh, with a giant, like, hoof that's like as big as a dinner plate bitch like it's real big and he fucking stomps on his chest and just guy starts like splurting blood and he just keeps stomping on him and squishes this guy like a goddamn grape under his foot like he pops oh the guy just pops his whole head just pops like a grape so at this point aria is like shit And she goes into the kitchen and tries to shut the door. But Bryce is on the other side. Like, he didn't make it in before she shut the door. And so he's like, let me in. And she's like, no. And he, like, gets his fingers inside. And she slams it. And (laughs) she chops off all his fingers. Shut the fuck up. Aria is a stone cold bitch. She's a stone cold bitch. But I'm not going to lie. She's staying alive. (laughs) Yeah. She don't fuck around. And so Bryce is like, ah, finger, ah, fingerless. <laughs> and Gary is just fucking being a Gary. Gary. Like he is just like getting someone out of the way. He like stares down the monster. The monster throws a head at him. And Gary's just like, what you got, bitch? I fuck. It, the monster like goes for Sophie and Goth. And they dive over the back of the couch and then flip the couch so that they're like, it's, they've created, you know, a fort, a barrier. Mm -hmm. And Mona and Crush are at, so there's two doors. There's the, there's three doors in this room. There's the door to the outside. There's the kitchen door. And then there's another door to the hallway where the bedrooms are. Okay. Okay. So Mona and Crush are at the door to the bedrooms, Mm -hmm. right? And 
Sophie and Goth are behind the couch and could make it. But if they stand up, the monster's going to see them. Mm -hmm. So question number four, what do you do and what does Sophie and Goth do? So you can either stay behind the couch or try to... But we're close to the door to get out door. I would say you're equidistant from the door and the monster. Are there still people like in there alive and stuff? Um, we're getting to the point of, of, of definitely the majority being not alive. Pretty much anyone on the other side of the couch is being de-intestined. Mm-hmm. I would like to somehow make a distraction on like the other side of the room. I don't know how to do that. I want somehow to distract the monster to go the other way, and then we run to the door. Okay. Hand in hand, but maybe they know how to make the distraction. (laughs) Point for you. I love that. Um, No, they just say, no thanks to Sophie and Dot, to to Mona and and Crush. No thanks, we'll stay here. They just stay. They're like, yeah, they're like, no, no. And at this point, they see, like, another girl, like, kind of, like, fall next to them and just get, like, dragged mm-hmm. away. And this really, like, freaks out goth girl. So Sophie, like, covers goth girl's mouth. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Mona and Crush. And they're in the hallway with the bedrooms. And Virgin, Orange Curry, mm-hmm. opens the bedroom door and says, come on in. Orange Curry? Yes. Oh. But then we as see... As a person? Does as a person. blood all over himself? Nope. Uh-oh. But then we see that as they come in, unbloodied Orange Curry kicks virgin dead... Bloody. Bloody Orange, Orange Curry. Curry under the bed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So methinks... Me thinks this was vixen turned bug turned orange curry. We'll find out. So he pulls them inside and he's like, you'll be safe in here. And I was like, guy, you're 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 showing us your cards with that sort of ominous music that you just had play as you said that. (laughs) (laughs) And so now we cut to Aria and the stripper in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. And the stripper is freaking out. Aria is calm, cool, collected. And she's like, help me make a barricade in front of the door. Right? I mean, she's annoyed about the whole thing, but she's still like <laughs> trying to make a plan. While like the stripper is just like, Bleh! like yeah. being an idiot. So now we cut. To, so we cut back to now we cut to Gary and some other kids running through the woods. Like they were like, we're out of here. Nice. Right. And it's kind of like a. A cluster of kids, but they're all kind of running and just sort of, you know, trying to get away. One of them trips over absolutely nothing because this is a horror movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And Gary goes back to help and kind of like stands him up and then looks and goes, who's that? Like in the crowd. And it is a giant other monster that basically... You know the the plague doctor yeah, yeah, masks? Yeah, yeah, with the, the okay. pointy mask. So this would be if 
a plague doctor and a dementor had a baby. Oh, don't like that. Okay. Um, and so they're like, what's that? And before they can do anything, fucking plague doctor just starts slicing like this. Ah! The dude that fell with scythes. Yeah. So this guy is like Ed, Edward Scythe hands. Don't yeah. like that. No. Scythes can fuck off. They're, 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 they're pointy and, sh- and slicey. Like that's. It's real scary. <laughs> I mean, most knifeular things are pointy and slicey. Knifeular. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that it's like rounded. It just feels it's the round that really creeps you out. It really is. Yeah. So Edward Scythehands in the woods. Goodbye. Cut back to Mona, Crush, and the Virgin in the room. And Mona is like, we gotta call the police. And Virgin says, I already did. And Mona says, but you weren't out there. And he says, I heard it. And I was like, yeah, Mona. I, we, I'm sure he heard a lot of screams. I don't know that he mm-hmm. needed to be there mm-hmm. to know that the cops may need to be called. Mm-hmm. But sure. So he says, we have to stay in here until the police come. And then he locks it with a key. Question five, what do you do and what does Mona do? Okay. Even though she seems to be suspect of him a bit, it still seems like the best choice to be locked in this room, to be fair. Okay. Um, But maybe she's like, oh, why, why don't I hold the key for you? And tries to get the key from him. Okay. What do you do? I'll do that hand in hand. Why not? I'd like to be in power of the key. How? Okay, then I have to ask you a follow-up question then. How do you try and get the key? You. I'm going to ask. And then if he says no, I'm going (laughs) to... One and a half points. Okay, I'll take it. Point for her. It's more that you've created a scenario where you may have bought yourself some time, which is why you got a half point. Great. Okay. Mona is like, you're not locking me in here, bitch. And she like tries to grab it out of his hand. He obviously just like pushes her off very easily. And that's when she says, who are you? So she's like Mm -hmm. picking up on some weirdness. Cut back to she smells living the room. She smells the, the, the curry. Yeah. Um, cut back to the living room. Sophie and Goth are just like watching someone get eaten stomach first. Mm. Uh, starting with the stomach. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> That's where all the food is. It is, yeah. And now we cut to – so now we cut to back to the kitchen where Stripper and Aria are listening to someone get eaten right, stomach first. Right. And behind her, them, is a door to the outside from the kitchen, okay? Okay. But if they let go of this door, like, they can't lock this door, right? So they're just kind of, like, having to hold the door shut because the monster every so often is like, 
takes a break from eating someone's stomach first and is like trying to get in the kitchen door, right? Hey, okay, but like <laughs> So I was wondering that. I was like, don't most kitchens like have a back door? Can't I just leave this house? Seems like the best choice. Interesting point, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting point. Uh so uh She's like, you check the back door to open it. And he's like, no, I want to be the one that holds the door. And she's like, I'm the one with the phone. What do you have? And he just has, hold door. And he just has dildos on his belt. Sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, just lots of dildos. It. So he goes to try the, the back kitchen door. She pulls out a phone. She gets the police on the phone. Question six. What do you say and what does she say? Police are on the phone. Uh, we're being attacked. I need police. Okay. Okay. She. Uh, I don't know. I hope she says we're being attacked as well. We need help. Hand in hand? Question mark. Point for you. What does she we're say? We're being attacked, I think, would actually be fine. She says, officer, we're being robbed. And stripper is like, why are you saying we're being robbed? And she's like, do you think the police are going to come if I say that an army of monsters is attacking a high school party? And he was like, oh, that was clever. And I was like, you could have just said we're being attacked. Yeah, because who was attacking you being attacked requires a different people to come save you versus being robbed yeah so point for you she went with robbing so i didn't think she was gonna say monster i knew that about her at least yeah so she's like you need to find the key for the door so the key for the kitchen door oh because now what i will say keys okay great so they it it is is an old british house yeah so there's that. Okay. Yeah. I'll give that fair. Yeah. Um, I'd still break so you had the and get same... the fuck out of that house, though. Agreed. Yeah. So she's like, find the key for the door. So he starts looking in the dishwasher. Dishwasher. That's where I keep my keys. Cookie jar inside the microwave, which where the key is metal, sir. Keys. Yeah. That's where my and key he's like, is in the microwave. Yep. In the microwave. Yeah, like just looking and pretty much if there if there is a place where a key definitely would, would not, not be, be he looks. that's where he looks. Yeah. And then he's just like, can't find it. And she's like, you idiot. And I'm like, I mean, true. Like, I'm with Aria at this point. I'm like, this guy <laughs> yeah. is dumb. This guy is a dumb, dumb dildo for sure. So now we cut back to the bedroom. And Mona goes to, like, grab her phone to call the police. And he knocks, Virgin Orange Curry knocks it out of her hand and under the bed. Mm. Crush then makes a dive for the phone under the bed. And as she does that, the Virgin Orange Curry knocks her out. Oh, shit. Mona sees this. Punches orange curry. Mona, I love these ladies just knocking on they're, socking them. They're they are knocking and socking. And so when 
virgin comes back up after having been punched in the face, he's now lizard vixen. Yeah. Lizard vixen lady. And so, like, scaly face, obviously. Scaly face. Yeah. Uh, So now we, and and Mona's like, shit. Uh Uh-oh. And so now we cut to Sophie and Goth behind the couch. Sophie peeks over the couch, looks at the monster, comes back down, and is like, shock face. And she's like, I know what that is. And Goth is like, what do you mean? It's from the book. She's like, I saw it in a book. Okay. So there we are at the couch. I took what? a look. It's in a it's book. It's in a book. It's, it's reading, reading rain monsters. monsters. <laughs> Trans monsters. Oh, monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back in the kitchen with with Dum Dum Dildo and Dum Dum Dildo. And he says, ah, smart thing. All right. He can't find the key. So he asks Aria for what? I can't find the key. What do you have that I want? I know you have a phone, but we already called the police. Do you have a bobby pin? Does he get a bobby pin from her? And what do you get? I get, um, is there like a kitchen table and stuff in here? Uh, this movie kind of pulled a little bit of a 70s vibe where we... It's a jumpy, cutty thing, so, um... Yeah. But I think you can assume that anything a kitchen houses would be in here. I'm gonna grab a chair and break the window and hop on out of there. With Edward knife hands in tow as well. Yeah, nice job. Uh, he asked for a bobby pin. Oh, nice. That's what he asked for. (laughs) Spot on, yay. Yeah. And he picks the lock or, you know, says, I'm going to pick the lock. And he's like, I've had to get myself out of some handcuffs in my day. I was like, (laughs) 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 but he sticks it in. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) What's happening? And it immediately breaks. And he's like, oops. And she's like, you idiot. This means that the monster is like, oh, yeah, there's some there's people, people in there. And this stomach is almost done. And so the monster turns to the door and starts trying to open the door again. So they have to lean up against the door again and really barricade the door again. And it's like, you know, they're really having to be there. So now we're back with Sophie and Goth again. And Sophie says, I know how to kill it. Yay. Tell us. Question eight. But I didn't read the book. What does she remember, though? Fuck, was I supposed to listen to that story? Yeah. Well, I didn't. That's why I transcribed it exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Well, I didn't. I only remember you being mad. Kim, it was such a short story. (laughs) I know there was like that's the only three part. pieces of information. <laughs> that's in it. the only part I remember is your feelings about the story afterwards that it was too short, and so therefore, 
My answer is. Let's hear it. I didn't listen to a word of that story. I don't know what you said. Well, then I guess I guess it's your. Let's hope you get a point for you. I think that I want to also know the story so I could use it. All right. I yeah. I don't remember a word. Um. I. Uh, I truly only remember your reaction to it. I love it. So I sabotaged you without even I knowing. I guess it. we'll just. Um, she's gonna do what the story said to do, and I'm also going to do that hand in hand. Listen, Are you bitch. I'll give that? you. I'll give you a point. I'll give you a point for her because it's my 18th birthday. And I'm feeling generous, but I'm not giving you a point for you. Get the fuck out of here. I accept. I'm happy to get any point at all for that, to be honest. Yeah. She remembers in the story that the warrior girl thrust her sword into the weakest spot. So Sophie stands up again and sees on its stegosaurus back a little, like back eyeball (laughs) oh no and she just kind of like has a realization like that's its weak spot i just gotta hit that spot i was like great okay here we go so she starts looking around and she sees a knife sticking straight up out of her cake because that's how you cut birthday cakes sure stick the knife that's where you story that, that little back eyeball reminded me of your favorite thing, which is um, Madison's like dead face in, <laughs> in malignant <laughs> floating, <laughs> floating around backwards. <laughs> Though, you know, it's funny. You predicted correctly because you have my brain. I watched a clip of just that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jail scene. Cause I think because I, oh, because I was, I was looking for an, uh, some images to make memes and so I watched just that scene. It's not as scary as what I had in my head. Yeah, I was like, I think your brain is like creating. I I was, I was sort of creating like a full on like kind of like, like dead face kind of like but that's being what whipped it around. It, but it, it it my brain. Yeah, my brain. It was really, scarier. Really freaked yeah. me out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So she sees the knife sticking straight up out of the birthday cake. So now we cut to Gary. He's in the woods and he's running with not guy that was scythed to death. Sure. Another guy. I I can't run anymore. No, he's dead as a doornail. And they come to like, I don't know. A fork. Not even a, (laughs) not, not even though. Like they just come to a place where. They need to have a conversation about whether or not they're staying together or not. And okay. Gary says, we should stick together. Gary! My yeah. man! Question nine. What do you do and what does Guy do? I'm with Gare Bear. Hand in hand keep our... Not not hand in hand with this person. Hand in hand with Gare right. Bear. Gare Bear. We stay mm-hmm. together. Live forever. Mm-hmm. And I think this person, someone in some movie, oh, it was freaky because I watched Freaky with my own eyeballs. 
Yeah. And they say... Did you love it? I did. They say separate... I don't know. There was like a line about splitting up to, to oh, live. Oh, that's right. I'm not going to get there. I don't even know I'm why either, I tried, but it was but, a rhyming yeah. line to live. So, yeah, that's what this person does. Okay. Splits up. Double ding. Yay. Good old Gare Bear, just trying to look out for every goddamn one. Yeah. Says we should stick together. And this fucking guy says, fuck you. And runs off in the opposite direction. Also, not for nothing, but if I want to, like, stay together with anyone, Gare's the choice, obviously. Yeah. You you don't know how lucky you are, guy. You're stuck with Gary? We'd Come all in. love to be stuck with Gary. I'd love a Gary in my life. Yeah. Have man, a you, Gary in my life, please? Yeah. You don't know what you got. So now Gary is, like, left alone, and he's hiding behind a tree, and he sees scythed guy... Just laying on the ground, but Plague Doctor is still there. Okay. Doing some some shit. Okay. And Gary's watching it, and he sees the doctor pull out these, like, teeth worms. Giant. Um, say again. Total. Two Teeth worms. Like, they're worms. They're tubular organisms, but they just are all teeth Ooh, in I the front like of it. like that. This yeah, they're feels just, like... The thing that you just had in Malignant where I'm like, this is not okay for me. I don't know what it looks like in the movie, yeah. but in my brain, I hate this. It's not good. And it's like, it, you know, it's it's got that circle mouth where it's like a circle of teeth, uh-huh, you know? And uh-huh. it's like a real fat worm. Ew. It's like a Chipotle burrito Ew! type size. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't like that. And so he's, he's the doctor's setting his, his teeth worms free. And they're, like, feeding on Scythed Guy, kind of. But, like, we can't really see, and neither can Gary. Like, he's just trying to be like, what the fuck is happening? So now we cut to Vixen and Mona duking it out. Because now she's Vixen. She's not Orange Curry anymore. She's Vixen now. Okay. She went back to her Vixen self. um, Because she loved the dress, by the way. Um, And they're duking it out. They're fighting. Mm -hmm. With person yeah with skins comes outfit with skins comes outfits okay. yeah so that leads me to believe that the outfits are actually skin <laughs> I, I don't know how else you could take blurg that. yeah and so there's a lot of strangling happening between the two of them and then mona throws vixen off of her and vixen spits into Mona's face and it like burns her face. Ah! And she's like, ah! And so then Vixen comes over and just is punching her over and over and over again. And then steps back and Mona's like hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. steps back and Vixen turns into Mona. Mona. Yeah. So now Mona is like, fuck and tries to hit bad Mona with a book. Bad Mona gets her on the ground, grabs the book, and presumably kills, knocks out Moma, Mo- Moma, Moma, <laughs> Mona, because it just goes dark, right? So we okay. just see her coming down. And I wonder what the mechanism for changing is. Is it just touch? Is it touch your blood? Is it because I assumed kill, but then now that's right. not and, the case. And then I was like, is it the spit? Like, is it right. like some sort of, yeah. So 
Now we cut to teeth worms. And they're crawling towards the house. And they pass by our little gnomes. Uh Uh-huh. And they start eating the gnomes. The garden gnomes. All right? Interesting. So, cut now to Stripper and Arya still trying to block the door. Because now that guy is, like, really trying to get in there. Because he's eating all the stomachs out here, he thinks. And Sophie tells Goth... Like, wait here. So basically, like, the monster, like, didn't know that they were still behind the couch. Right. Sophie says, wait here. Wait here. Stripper and Aria now see that teeth worms are coming through the doggy door from the outside. No, and not they're like, nothing, but there was a doggy door the whole time. Did we not try that at least? There was a doggy door. There was a doggy door. I mean, to be fair. Did I not try to fit my ass through there? I would literally, like, I have enough spatial awareness to know that I'm not getting through that fucking doggy door. <laughs> okay. No part of me is getting through that fucking doggy door. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a doggy door, I guess, is smaller than an oven. And we've already learned in our postmortem that, uh, that we don't fit in don't it. fit in an oven. No. So, but, you know, wor- worth at least a passing glance, I would say. Um, so gnomes are coming, uh, 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 not gnomes, teeth worms are coming through. The doggy door. And so Arya and Stripper are now just like, ugh, ugh. Now what? Uh, God, uh, what is happening? Interesting reaction. Ugh. But they can't deal with the worms because they can't move away from the door. Right. So uh, the teeth worms are coming up towards them. And then gnomes start coming up out of the teeth worms. And they're animate now. And they themselves have teeth. Gnomes come out of the worms and become gnome teeth? Yes. Yeah. Teeth gnomes? And they've got, yeah, and they've got a (laughs) little laugh. And so again, Stripper and Arya are just like, OMG. Like, I can't with this. So. Could you not? Could you not? Yeah. So little teeth gnomes are coming out of the teeth worms and they're just like shit and they're holding the door and like strippers kind of trying to kick him away, but like he can't really. One of them bites Arya's leg and she like hits it off and then one jumps up and like bites stripper's neck. He gets it off, but then it bites his dick Ow! and it's stuck on his dick. Oh, no. It's really chomping down on that dick (laughs) and he's fighting them (laughs) off. It's such a shame that he didn't use his dildo belt to distract from his actual dick. Well, why don't you wait one goddamn second right there, Ms. <laughs> because, question 10, what do you do and what does he do? You got a, you got a teeth gnome on your dick. You're in a kitchen. What are you going to do? I mean, do we hit it off with our dildos? <laughs> but also then... Grab knives. Is that you? That's me. Okay. He's he's going dildo only. Sans knife. He's going full dildo. <laughs> full <All right>? dildo. <laughs> he's going full dildo. Sometimes you and listen. go full dildo. Listen. I got some questions about this dildo. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because he looks at that dildo. With a clitoral stimulator. So it's 
you know, okay, it's, it's a, I got you. it's a, it's a vibrator, a movie vibrator dildo, because so the right. the like tip gives situation. us one of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So he turns that sucker on, mm-hmm. and he has a knowing look in his eye. He says, "This gnome is no match for my dildo." Says his eyes. Okay. And he hits that gnome off his dick with that dildo, and then he takes that dildo with a penal tip, Kim. <laughs> you've seen a penis before, have you not? Seen, I've seen one. Okay. You, so you've also seen a dildo, a I've, vibrator. A, I've seen that also, yes. yes right. Yes, so yes, yes, they, yes. They, they mimic I've, the shape. I've seen many of both. Let's, let's be real. Right. They mimic the shape of they a do. natural penis, right? I, I, a natural I, penis. I assume so. Here's hoping that any penis or vibrator you encounter um, is, is not, not a stabby. Um, not knifeular? Right. Um, this dildo does not appear knifeular, but you can't tell that to the gnome that it just stabbed over <laughs> and over again forever. <laughs> so my question is, I don't know if this is a secret pointy dildo uh-huh. or if these gnomes are made of mush. Mush. That is no match for a dildo. dildo. I only have questions. Regardless, (laughs) the stripper bested the gnome with his trusty dildo. Aria then says, let's put the finishing touch on this motherfucker and tells stripper to do what? To make sure this fucker is really dead. So Aria says something to do? Mm Mm-hmm. Arya mm-hmm. says, let's put the finishing touch on this fucker and, like, really make sure it's dead. I mean, I'm going to stick with stab it with all the knives that are in the kitchen that okay. I'm surrounded by. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're gonna say, I'm thinking like stomp on it, but also it seems like it's gonna be not anything like that, but I don't know what, what the fuck else do they have or what have they been doing? I just can tell from Kedron's little smirk face, unless she's trying to (laughs) trick me out, that it's like something silly. No, I genuinely... This is actually truthful. When you are trying so hard to think of something, it's very delightful to me. Oh, okay. I thought she I was find like it very delightful. smirking me out to be like, all right, I'm just going to say they like stomp on it, I guess. No, I was doing a knowing smirk. You fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> they throw it in the microwave and turn it on. Oh, I was never going to get that anyway. So great. And it catches on fire. Uh, I was going to say dishwasher. God damn it. I'm just kidding. I was not going to say Okay. And then Stripper says, but where's the last one? Because there were three. Mm -hmm. And as he says that, it jumps on his neck and starts chomping away at (laughs) it. (laughs) So now we're back with Sophie. And she has gotten the birthday knife out of the cake. Right. But here's the problemo. She got the birthday knife. The monster is now coming towards her. 
and she's got a sweet spots in the back. That's already was my concern, especially since it's an eyeball. He can see. Yeah. So what do you do? What does goth do? Distraction. Hand in hand. Hey, we're over here, idiot. (laughs) She says, hey, we're over here, idiot. (laughs) In an American accent, weirdly. No, I'm just kidding. Goth yells. So it turns around. Sophie stabs it in its back Yay. eye. And it's dead. It worked. She's a monster slayer by birth. Ah, so, yeah. Back with Ari and the stripper. Gnome chomping away on stripper's neck. And Arya just says, get off of him. But doesn't move a muscle. <laughs> Not a single solitary muscle does she move. Sure. Uh, but she asks it rather politely to get off of him. But Stripper didn't need Arya's help. Because in comes Gare Bear. Gary! And he busts down that fucking door that they couldn't yeah, open. Yeah, he does. And he knocks that gnome off with a karate broom move. Okay? He grabs a broom and swings it about. Yeah. And then he stabs that motherfucker with his karate broom. And the light comes up on him. And Arya says, who are you? And he moves his hair out of the way. Says... (laughs) I'm Gary. Gary. <laughs> yes, Gary. And the stripper says, Thanks, Greg. No. Like, you just saved your life. And he's, a, he's, he's fucking Gary. You need to know his name. Yeah. Also, his name isn't fucking Gertrude Van Helsing. It's fucking <laughs> Gary. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So, yeah, famed <laughs> character of Mean Girls, Gertrude Van Helsing. Right. <laughs> so, Arya then, like, pulls them out the door that Gary got open. You know, okay, we can leave now. Let's get the fuck out of this kitchen. Right. So, wait, they couldn't get out the door, but he got in the door? He did give it a real hard kick. He, he really... <laughs> okay. And he's Gary, it, so I believe. And that, he's Gary. That I, yeah. That he could do it. But they don't, sorry, they don't go out that door. They go into the living room. Why? Because I guess that they now know that the monster that was in the living room is dead. Okay. Sure. And they walk in and Goth is stoked because Gary Gary. And Sophie says, we need to get this place secure. Then somebody says, where's Mona? Oh, Cut no. to. I forgot about bad Mona. Yeah. So now we cut to Mona and Crush in the bedroom. And Crush is waking up from being knocked out, right? Mm-hmm. So she missed all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And Mona or, and Crush wakes up and says, where's that guy? And Mona says, not a guy. Monster. Took a beating, then jumped out the window. And mm-hmm. Crush looks at the window and sees that it's broken and there's blood on it. Mm-hmm. 
So Mona then helps Crush get up. And as uh, she's going to the door, Mona grabs the the book from under the bed. The Book of Monsters. Cut to Gary and Stripper barricading stuff. Aria being a bitch, being like, this is a real shit party. Bitch. Bitch, go home Shut then. your fucking mouth. Yeah. Get the fuck like, out leave. of here. On your own. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Nobody likes you. Gertrude. And... Sophie tries to be nice and she's like, I'm really sorry for your loss. Bryce was, and Arya says, Bryce was a fucking idiot, but his dad had a Porsche. Ouch. She's a bitch. Ouch. Ouch. That hurt my feelings and I'm not even Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Bryce was a full-blown piece of shit. Um, right. For but sure. Had, but who knows what was going on at just home. Die. He just died. He just died. just um, died. And you were in a relationship with him. Yeah. Also, hurt people hurt people. So I have some suspicions about what was going on with Bryce internally. Well, you could say the same for Arya. Arya. Gertrude Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. So Mona then walks into the living room oh, with no. Crush. I... <laughs> yeah. Sophie asks Crush if she's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mona's like, she really needs to sit down. Like she was, you know, knocked out. Mm-hmm. And she's holding the book. And Sophie says, why do you have that? And Mona says, I thought it would be useful. And Sophie says, useful for what? Goth then holds it and is like, this is really old. And I was like, I like this girl. It me, who's commenting on how old a book is. And Gary then says, the police are here. So they all look out the window at the cop car. Cut to the cop car. And the one cop pulls up and he's like, oh, shit. Do you know where we are? And the other cop, who's like a rookie, is like, no. And he's like, 10 years ago. Mm. We go to this house and we find the wife chopped up mm-hmm. under the bed. And the kid saw the whole thing, only eight years old. Mm. And Rookie is like, did you catch the guy? And the other cop says, no. And it's the strangest thing because according to the kid, it was a monster. Nah. And it makes the other cop jump. And he's like, you wanker. Wanker. And... The other cop is like, all right, stay here, rookie. I'll check out the place. So he other, you know, rookie is in the car. And then he hears like on his walkie talkie. And he's like, fuck you, Keith. And then we hear, help me. He's like, this is not the time to be fucking around. And then Keith is thrown onto the windshield blood coming down the windshield uh, all over the place it's a real die hard situation like, real, oh we have like, another die hard situation good. about to yep. drive off and they're like throw the dead body on the car yep and Oops. that's so funny that you said that because we're gonna have another die hard moment that i was very excited to tell you oh about oh my god and we're not even there yet Yay. so is this the horror die hard no <laughs> <It's not. laughs> so it, 
Rookie uses the windshield to clear the blood uh-huh. and sees it, and it's fucking Plague Doctor standing there. Ah! And Plague Doctor just takes a leg and throws it onto the hood of the car. Oh, no. And then he opens the hood and is like, you know, <laughs> checking doing out some the work. engine. Yeah, just what a, what kind of horsepower you got on this checking thing? Checking the oil. Uh, oh, nice. Bro. Yeah, doing a quick quick uh quick oil change and then the cop who's in the car sees that there's some gas oil liquid whatever leaking into the car from like where feet go and he's like oh shit but the doors are locked child locked i don't know he can't get out he appears to be vexed by the locked doors (laughs) but there is gas Leaking onto the floor. So question 13, what do you do? What does the cop do? I guess. <laughs> why can't I get out? I guess. Um, Maybe the plague doctor doctor has lock magic. I guess hand in hand we, we break the window and jump out the window. One point for you. Use one of your cop things to break the window and get out. Don't I have a no. stick or whatever? He... Um, he just looks on, terrified, frozen in fear, as the plague doctor uses his scythe to, like, make sparks on the car Ooh. and opens the gas tank, and the car explodes! So he didn't even attempt to live? I mean, you know, fight, flight, or freeze. freeze. I guess, I guess. We're, I guess we can't, so, yeah. we can't, you know... We should all be so lucky to have fight or flight. Some people got stuck with freeze. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So the kids see the whole thing from the house and they're just like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Well, that's because and they, they only sent away. one car because we didn't tell them yeah. that we were under attack and not that there's just a robbery. Aren't you so right? You are so correct. If we had said we're under attack, we didn't have to say we're under attack by By various monsters monsters that were found in a book. We didn't have to do all that. You're totally right. So the kids are like, well, shit, they all walk away. But then we see Mona looks out the window and gives us a little smirk. Mm. Because she's bad, Mona. Mm -hmm. So Gary, always the voice of reason, says we're on our own. Ain't that the truth, Gare. So Goth and Crush and Sophie are looking at the book together to try to learn some things about things. Mm -hmm. And Sophie's like this. I think this was my grandma's like just kind of talking about like how it's been in the family for a long time. Goth notice notices that there's all the inscriptions that are in a different language. But then there's annotations in the margins from mom. Mm. And so they're reading the annotations and Sophie, like, they're just kind of flipping through. Sophie then asks Crush, hey, what did your monster look like that was in the bedroom? And Sophie and Crush is like, I was unconscious. And Sophie's like, do you remember anything? And she's like, mm, I remember the sound of breaking glass. That's all I remember. Cut to Mona on the ground outside the window Mm -hmm. waking up from being knocked out brushing a bunch of glass off of her which is my worst fucking nightmare can you fucking imagine like having to brush glass off of you like it would just be 
didn't paper cut suck, but not my worst nightmare. Duh. I it's it's, it's awful. Um, teeth worms are are higher on the the list than that. I would say teeth worms are up there. You're right. You're right. So brushing glass off of her, she was thrown out the window. She gets up and she looks around. The corn. This is a very old British house, right? So there's gardens and corners and mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. mazes and walls and shit. And she sees Plague Doctor mm. Monster. And real Mona runs away and she's like looking for where to hide. And I wrote into a British house maze. Like I just, mm. there's just a lot of play. I don't know. She's just ducking all over. So now we're back with book club on the couch. <laughs> and... <laughs> And according to Gary, oh, and this is where they see, they're like identifying the monsters that they have currently seen. So they're like, according to Gary, that thing, meaning Plague Doctor, right. released these worms. Right. So that's two monsters there. Right. And they're like, and we know that one, fucking Dementor Skull Stegosaurus. And then they're like, and we never want to see that one. They then see that all of the monsters that they've seen have a pentagram at the top of the page. Now, that could be the proper use of a pentagram if we're using it as protection, as an extra seal of protection against these monsters. I will, <laughs> I will take that use of a pentagram. Mm-hmm. And so at the, top of, at the top of the page of each of the monsters they've seen, there's a pentagram. And there's five pentagrams. Uh, f- yeah, five pentagrams. Five points on a pentagram. Hmm, Interesting. So, <laughs> continue. So, we go to another page, and that's where there's a whole bunch of virgin blood on that shit. Uh oh. And they're like, shit, there's a bunch of virgin blood on this shit. I mean, they don't know it's virgin blood, but you know. And they read in the margin to summon the five, a sacrifice uh-huh. must be made. Only the blood of a virgin on the eve of, can't read it. They can't read it. Uh, Not just me can't read it. They can't read it either. Nobody can read it. Okay. Sophie is like, well, we've seen three out of five. And they're like, but who performed the ritual sacrifice then? Like, how did this all start? And crush is like that guy probably was referring to orange curry he just he just he screamed virgin to everybody (laughs) and she's like jokingly says until he went into that room and then we see light bulb okay and she and uh i guess crush says but the girl wasn't there when we went in Mm mm-hmm and the guy was fine. So he couldn't have been sacrificed. Mm-hmm. How do you right. explain that? Right. To which I said, <clears throat> Mona did actually tell you that the guy was a monster. She literally said that guy was a monster. But then I said, okay, you were concussed. Maybe you forgot. I'll, I'll give it to you. Goth is like shapeshifter. It's on this page. Oh, okay. Great. And Sophie is like, so... The picture of it as a shapeshifter, where it's like, this is the shapeshifter, is it in its giant bug Bug form. form. Right. Yeah. And Sophie sees it and is like, that's the one that killed my mom. (gasps) So they read the notes in the margin, and it says, cunning and smart, imitates its prey, 
can control the other monsters, no weaknesses. Don't fight. Run. No weaknesses. Well, that's fucked. Put a pin in that because I will have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer reference later. Okay. Sophie is like, I don't get it, though, because it could have killed me 10 years ago. Like, why wait till tonight? Mm-hmm. Aria then is like being a bitch. And she's like, eh, at being like, Jess, crush, come over here. And crush like looks at Sophie and is like, it's OK. Like, she's having a hard night, too, kind of thing. And yeah, we all are. Yeah. And I'm like, and she's still a bitch. So now we see that the fifth page is the ring girl, like long hair in front of her face, mm-hmm, the ring girl. Mm-hmm. But it says the gin, DJ, D, yeah, 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 heard of that. Now we cut to another part of the living room where the stripper is eating cake and Gary is looking out the window. Stripper picks up a gift that was like for Sophie and Gary is like, Can, don't do that. Like, don't open Sophie's gift. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stripper's like, she told me I could, pointing to Mona. He opens it, and it's a painting of a house with the ring girl in the window. And he's like, what, what the? The lights flicker. He looks back at the painting. The ring girl is gone from the painting. Um, she's right no. behind them. And the ring girl grabs Gary and goes into him. Smoke, smoke, smoke turns smoke, smoke, smoke goes into, into him. Smoke shows into him. And Gary's eyes turn all black and he's like screeching and it's really scary. And Stripper like doesn't pick up on what's happening. He's not, he's not super quick, right? And he's like, hey, man, what's wrong? And kind of like touches him. And Jin Gary starts strangling Stripper Man. Sophie and Goth go over and start like punching Gary. Arya's like, let me deal with this. And she pushes them out of the way and knees Gary right in the balls. Mm -hmm. And he crumbles to the ground and the gin shoots out of his mouth. And... Gary is like, what happened and why do my balls hurt? <laughs> the djinn flies into goth girl. Oh. So now goth girl is screeching like a banshee. They are trying to read the book about the djinn, like in real time, trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Sophie is like, okay, the djinn can possess anyone, but never the same person at once. And we can trap it if we can force it out, it says. Question 14, what do you do? What do they do? When when you, was that a, never the same person at once? Never the same person once. Uh, never the same person twice. twice. Okay. That's a, what I was assuming you meant by that, but I was very little confused. I, uh, yeah, it's twice. So that means. Uh, and that, but then, and then, so it's never can possess the same person twice. We can trap it if we force it out, is what they read in the book. Okay. So that means Gary is safe. Mm-hmm. So we're going to use him. And if it got kicked out from when he got kicked in the balls, like, can't we just do the same to, okay. to goth girl? Okay. 
I'm going to use Gary to kick her in the vagina. <laughs> Get the gin out. <laughs> and um, catch her. Because gin can't get in her. And I guess hand in hand. I don't know. <laughs> it's two half points. Okay. First of all, they made a huge point to say the gin can never possess the same person twice. But that is irrelevant information, apparently, because they only pay attention to we can trap it if we force it out. So what they do is Sophie goes over to goth girl who is gin goth and she kind of like gets in her face so that gin goth like is antagonized and starts strangling sophie right okay and as she's doing it sophie says uh to crush get the painting and so crush brings the painting over sophie's like sorry and kicks her in the balls and then takes her head and like points it at the painting so that the black smoke goes back into right, the right, painting yeah. as the gin flies out and then the cr- and then crush breaks the painting breaks the Done. painting nice okay vanquished yeah and then gary is on the ground and he's like guys i killed him and i was sort of like ah it happens killed who the stripper He's dead. I thought the Who's strangling him. Remember, it went into um, it went into Gary and Stripper goes over and is like, hey, man, what's wrong? And Gary starts strangling Stripper. They go over and start punching Gary. And oh, so goes way out. back then he killed. him. Yes, exactly. Oh, OK. I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he's on the ground and he's like, oh, shit. In all of that hubbub. Okay. I killed Stripper. So they're all like, it's not your fault, Gary. Like. We know you didn't, you know, you were possessed. possessed. (laughs) Mona, (laughs) Mona then like leans down over stripper and says, I'll put him with the others and then drags him by herself, the dead weight of a grown man. And I was like, that should have been the first clue. Mm -hmm. That is hard to drag a dead weight grown man Mm -hmm. like anybody. So now we cut to real Mona trying to hide from plague doctor behind a maze wall or whatever the fuck. And he goes in another direction. And then a hand. Mm. And it's another student who had been hiding this whole time. Mm. We've never seen her before. And uh, Mona's like, Helga, right? And Helga responds in German. And she's like, oh, right. You speak German. Like, you don't speak English. Yeah, you're the exchange student. And so she's like, you have no idea what I'm saying. So she like starts venting to Helga, but she's like, but you don't know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so in German, Helga basically says like, I was safe here until you came along. So like, can you skedaddle, please? <laughs> and Mona says, we're going to stick together because she doesn't know that Helga's <laughs> like, please leave. And she's like, Helga's like trying to team up or Mona's trying to team up with Helga. Helga then is like, okay, fine, like, whatever. And she's trying to say, like, I have a car over there, which Mona doesn't know she's saying. But Helga's, like, trying to pull Mona in a different direction than Mona wants to go. So they want to go in different directions. Question 15, what do you do? What does Mona do? I think they 
wait, where does Helga want to go? Well, we know that Helga is saying, I have a car. Okay, but she's trying to go one way. But I don't know what she's saying. And I'm trying to go where? I would say Mona's trying to go back to the ha- back towards the house. Right. And Helga's trying to go towards her car. I think, I think um, they separate. And you know my thing. I stay together, live forever. I'm going to go with my girl. One point. This is the one time where you should have separated. Uh-oh. Because they separate. Helga goes and running. They... And Plague Doctor gets her. Separate. Never. Late. Date. Fuck. What do they say Late. in Freaky? To live yeah. forever, but Sammy's split tell up. us. Yeah. Split up. <sighs> Don't die. We're not gonna get there. <laughs> we're not gonna get there. I just watched it this week. But we're just not gonna get there, and we just need to accept that about ourselves. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Cut to book club. Trying to decipher more notes to figure out how to undo the ritual. And they're like, Your mom didn't finish annotating or translating. Mom. And they're like each of these parts of the blood ritual. Oh, whatever. Basically, they've ripped out the five pages of the monsters that there are. And I was like, that book is an antique. Why are you ripping out pages? You could have just kept them in the book. Um, and Crush is like, but the ritual is over now? Like, you know, like, what's the deal? And Goth is like, we don't know. Like, we don't know what the next thing is because there's a page missing. So... Then she says, Sophie says, but there's something else that's been bothering me. She's like, why hasn't the scythe monster come into the house? And goth girl says, yeah. And also when I was the djinn, I could feel that it didn't want me to kill you, Sophie. And Sophie's like, yeah. And the big skull monster could have killed me a million times, but he didn't. And so they're flipping more through the book and Sophie finds a map of the layout of the house and there's something out in the field that says vault. And Sophie's like, that must be underground. Like there's nothing out there. And they're like, there must be a, it looks like there's a way to get there through the barn. And they're like, but we can't just like walk to the fucking barn. How would we get there in one piece? And then Sophie says, we did renovations in 2006. We sealed up the fireplace. You sealed up your why heart? Would you do that? You, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> like, actually, why would you do that? Why would you do that? So they go and they're like, cut to the, you know, they're moving stuff to get to the old fireplace. It's all like sort of boarded up. And Arya's literally like pouting in the corner, like oh my doing. God, get the fuck out of here fuck and die then. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, as they're like figuring it out, Mona growls and they're like, Excuse me, Mona? And she's like, You just couldn't wait till midnight, could you? She's like, But don't worry, there's plenty of your friends to kill. And then grabs Arya by the neck. And Sophie's like, who are you? And Mona's like, you might recognize this face and turns into the bug monster. Ah. 
as this is all happening, Goth is trying to like shoo people into the fucking fireplace tunnel. And she's like, Aria, come on, as the monster says, no, I want to see what her insides look like, and rips her apart. I'm okay with it. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. No problem. (laughs) Uh, So, moving on. Next thing. Cut to them all, except for Mona and Aria and the ducks, obviously. Um, And they're doing their best die hard. They're crawling through the ducks. Nice, nice, nice. Right? I had another, um, what is that, honeymoon? situation yeah a hominem <laughs> problem in honeymoon yeah yeah ducks. they're crawling through the ducts just like die hard gotcha yeah and they get fucking separated because it's like there's lots of tunnels right so they're like ah where did you go ah, uh, 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 uh. and too many tunnels then they find each other sophie holds crush's hand she's like i found you but then Crush is pulled backwards. No! Question 16. What do you do? What does Sophie do? The monster pulled her back through, of obviously. Course. I think Sophie yeah. goes to try to save her. Okay. And I'm going to save myself. Goodbye. Sophie also saves herself. Oh, shit. I thought you were in love, girl. Hey. You know, uh, so Sophie then hears Goth say, we found it. Like we found. Yeah. Sophie goes with Goth and she and Gary and Goth are now in a secret room. And Sophie is crying. And Goth is like, what's wrong? She's upset. And she's like, not upset enough to try to save her. Yeah. And she's like, they took Jess. Crush. Sophie is like, at least I know I'm not crazy. Meaning, like, there were fucking monsters that killed my mom. Sure. That's a validation, honestly, that I would take. Honestly. Gary is holding up a lantern. Yeah. And he's like, you guys, look at this. The vault is a weapons room. Uh-oh. I like that Kim had a fucking... Theme song for a weapons room. <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to go. I mean, wow. I don't have a nice weapons job. room in my apartment. That's not what I have in my apartment at all. What? I don't wow. do that every day when I go to my weapons room in my apartment. I don't know what you're talking about. That was fucking so great. All right. So we also see lots of weapons. And then we see like a detective board. You know, like Charlie right, Day yeah, in the mail yeah. room zoop, with the zoop, red zoop, yarn. Zoop, 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 zoop. Of all the monsters in their locations. And below the board is a chainsaw. And a tape player. Old timey tape player with a tape. Click. Click. Yeah. Wow. Guys, here's the thing about Kim. You gotta praise her just enough. Because if you praise her too much, then she just starts making noises for everything. (laughs) Well, like, well, it was like I just made so many noises. I didn't want to leave the tape recorder out. You know, you want to like leave that every step of the way got a sound effect. And then you say one yeah. big thing and I'm like silent. Yeah. It didn't feel right. You didn't want to hurt the tape recorder's feelings. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. <laughs> Thank you. So Sophie pushes play. And it's her mom talking. Mm. And it's clearly like a, you know, like a diary right. kind of thing. Uh an exposition dump. I mean, a diary. So Sophie, she's like, Sophie, 
that's what I'm going to call her. And she's like, I can't go chasing monsters anymore. Not until Sophie is old enough to know the truth. They'll come for her on the eve of her her birthday. birthday. And she's like, but it's my responsibility to hunt them. And soon it will be Sophie's. (gasps) You're going to have a lot on you. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hereditary Monster Slayer. Slayer. And the tape goes on. You're going to have a lot on your shoulders, kid. But I'll be with you every step Mm. of the way. Except I won't because I'm dead. Um, Then we see above that there's like another like illustration that appears to be what was pulled out of the book. Hmm. The page that was missing. And it's like an illustration of like a monster hunter and all the monsters like overtaking her kind of. Mm. And it says only the blood of a hunter on the eve of her 18th birthday can complete the ritual. So Goth is like, well, we got to run. And she's like, if they can't find you, then they can't fucking do anything. And Sophie is like, but they have Jess. And Goth is like, but there's no way to kill it. Question 17, what do you do? What does Sophie do? Okay, now she's going to go save Jess. Okay. And I'm going to save myself. Yeah, I just need to get through my the night. The night. Yeah. And everyone's good. So, you know. I mean, your crush will be dead. Yeah, but-, but you know what I mean? I had a lot of high school crushes, and I wouldn't say I have a crush on them anymore. So she'll be When you're fine. right, you're right. She'll be fine. When you're right, you're when, right. When you're crushing on someone at 17, it's, it's not your person. I'm so Matt sorry. Matt Roman's not even a blip on my radar exactly. anymore. Exactly. All right. So, double ding, in case you missed that. Sophie looks down at that fucking chainsaw. Uh-oh. She says, then we do this the old-fashioned way. This is my party. Let's kill some fucking monsters. I fucking love you so fucking much. <laughs> like, that was just so good. Like, it was just so good. Happy birthday to me. Was that Happy my present? Happy birthday to you. That's it. Thank you. It was just, like, really, it was just, like, really well, like, composed you know (laughs) like on the fly it's just great it was just great i just loved it all right because i love you yeah so (laughs) thank you so they're all marching through the tunnels now right because they can probably use the barn tunnels now because you know and (laughs) they don't need to army crawl anymore they don't need to army crawl anymore and uh, Sophie says they're heading back to the house to ki- and she says kill anything in our way and then they go into oh the barn I guess I don't know this is a British countryside there's lots of buildings so they go into a building because they hear something and it's Helga and she's like dying oh. like she's just like oh my last breaths and we learn that goth speaks German of course it's the most goth language there is truly and sure. she's she's like, tell tell me what happened. And uh, Helga's like, I tried to get Mona to follow me, but she wouldn't. Mm. And they're like, Mona? Mona? 
then Helga dies. And now we cut to the house. They're going into the house and it's covered in monster slime. But black monster slime. They watched Mona turn into the bug, right? Right, but they wouldn't have any reason to know that that there was another Mona. Like, you know what I mean? So they're just so like they thought their real friend Mona turned, turned into it, the bug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that doesn't really track. Especially since they knew it was a shapeshifter. Listen, they got a lot going on, Kim. <laughs> There's a lot of information to keep together. Okay. You know, sometimes things get a little confusing sure. when you find out you're a monster slayer on your 18th yeah, birthday. Yeah, I mean, they've received a lot of new information today. A lot All of new information. Okay. So house is covered in black monster slime. All right. And then we see that Jess is being webbed, like spider webbed, bug webbed. And she's like asleep or unconscious or whatever. And the bug is just webbing her in. And now we cut to the woods. Why are we in the woods? Oh, I guess they haven't gone into the house yet. We just cut to the house and we saw that they were being webbed. So now we cut to the woods. Plague doctor tries to get them now. Right. And like pops out from somewhere and they're all like Gary has a sword. Goth has an axe. Sophie has a chainsaw and they're not doing great. They're new monster slayers. Sure. They're kind of all over the place. But luckily, one of them drops a weapon and Mona comes out, real Mona, and starts chopping away at Plague Doctor. Yay. And ki- and she kills him Yay. single-handedly. Mona. Go Mona. And they're like, how do I know you're the real Mona? Mm. And Mona says, you had a crush on Katy Perry when you were 12. <laughs> and Sophie says, I still do. Yeah. And they all hug. And Mona compliments them on how badass they look because they all are bloody with weapons. (laughs) And they're like, okay, so we'll go back to the house, get some drinks, and kill some monsters. And I was like, I like the UK. I'm getting some drinks first. That's some girls after my own heart. And they all put their weapons in the center to be like, yay, monster killers or whatever the fuck. But they forget about Gary again. I'm like, why are you guys sleeping on Gary? Gary. Gary is a fucking catch. Gary is a high school crush worthy of moving into other phases of your life. <laughs> I'm telling you. So Gary is just kind of like, aww, and follows them. Cut to Sophie coming around the corner. Okay, so now they're in the house. And they're coming, they're coming around the corner real quietly. And then the grandfather clock chimes to be like, it's midnight. midnight. And Mona says, I didn't know your clock did that. And Sophie's like, it doesn't. Then Gary says, I need to pee. Question 18. You're Gary. You have to pee. What do you do? What does Gary do? Hold it, motherfucker. I'm going to hold it. Gary's going to go pee. Gary. I love you. Or like pee your pants. Literally like, pee your pants over... Like, just go. ...leaving the group. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to judge you for just, like, Gare. taking a whiz in your pants. Gare. Get it together, Gare. I was with you this whole time. I was supporting you. We were cheering you on. We were fucking naming you fucking homecoming king up in this piece. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, I have to pee. Fucking... What the fuck, what the dude? Fuck, Gare. So... She's like... Bathroom's down that way. 
And they're like, when you got to go, you got to go. I'm like, no. No, you don't. No, you don't. He goes to the door. There's slime on the handle. They wait for him. Gary's peeing. Then Gary does. Gary is having a lapse, okay? Because he's in the bathroom. And the shower curtain is moving. You are in a current monster hunt. And the shower (laughs) curtain is closed and moving. I'm not even going to ask this as a question. He fucking pulls the curtain back and it's like, yep, there's a fucking monster. What it actually is, is like the heads and bodies of everyone that was killed in like a web and like, and fucking orange curry head is in there. And he's just like, kill me, kill me. (laughs) And like grabs Gary to be like bear hug or kill me or whatever. And goth is like trying to get into the bathroom because Gary is screaming and uh, the heads are like trying to like pull him into them. Sophie says, you guys deal with that. I'll go get Jess. Um, So they separate. Um, Sophie goes into the room where Bug and Jess are webbed up. And fucking Sophie revs the chainsaw. And she's like, let her go. And Bug Monster's like, good to see you. With all your blood, I'll summon my kin. Scream for me, Sophie, just like mommy did. And Sophie mm. starts just sawing shit off, but not easily. Like this bug is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. putting up a fight. And it reminded me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where the judge, it, it, the, the lore about the judge is no weapon forged can kill him. Buffy realizes, oh, well, at the time that this was written, a bunch of weapons hadn't been invented yet. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I bet this motherfucker will die if I shoot it with a fucking Uzi, like a rocket launcher. And sure enough, she was right. So I'm saying that the same goes with this, where it's like, it has no weaknesses. And it's like, yeah, but it had never seen a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I'll give that to you. That's what I'm Fair. going with. Yeah. So Sophie starts sawing shit. Back in the bathroom, trying to get Gary out. Can't. So Goth starts axing at it forever to save Gary they get Gary out but he's not looking good and she's like holding his head and she's like do not die and she's like you're a catch man I'm never gonna find someone like you ever I mean you made you made some really dumb decisions in the last few minutes but in general yeah you're a catch come on so now we're back with the bugs and the chainsaw is like stuck you know like the chain is like not Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. and so chain the chain's not chaining and all of a sudden we hear sophie it's mom and sophie looks up and it's ghost mom she's like sophie what are you doing darling i'm so disappointed in you put that down you should really be ashamed that's not your real mom sophie don't listen to her Question 19, what does Sophie do and what do you do? I'm going to be like, you're not my real mom. (laughs) Closing this out with a double name, bitch. Sophie says, nice try, bitch. And chainsaws the bug monster right in the gut. And then she drops the chainsaw and goes over to Jess 
and de-webs her. And they kiss. Yay. And then Mona, like, busts in as they're kissing. And she's like, get a room. (laughs) Or at least clean up this one. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. Everybody has a sense of humor so fucking quickly after horrible, horrible, (laughs) terrifying tragedy. Um, And that's not even an insult. May I make jokes immediately following the mass (laughs) murder of many people I know? That's what I aspire to. Then we see it's 12.10 a.m. So they made it. They made it past. Yay. They all meet up in the living room. And Goth and Gary are in there. And we're looking at Gary. And he doesn't look good. They're like, is he dead? But he is not dead because he opens his eyes. And the first thing he says is, Goth saved me. But her name is Beth, sure. which I didn't know until literally right now. <laughs> um, and he says, are we safe? And Sophie says, for now. And then somebody says, what about this? Referring to the book. And she's like, I'm going to study it, use it, find all the monsters and kill them. And then they all say, we'll help. And Gary says, can I go to the hospital first? And then bang <laughs> on the door. And they all stand at the ready with their weapons, looking like total badasses. It's dad. Dad. And they're like, hey. Was he meant to come home at 12, 10 a.m.? 12, 10 a.m.? I guess. And he says, what the fuck? Credits. (laughs) Yay. Happy 18th birthday to Sophie and to me. Yay. I'm just a wee little 18-year-old baby. All right, let me total your points. Hi, Sammy. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. All right. Here we go. Yes. Your dead or alive, you did utterly atrociously. Yay. Four out of ten. How many? Four out of ten. Ah, great. But then for your questions, you got 28 out of 38. Which gave you a score of 32 out of 48. Mm. It's okay. They, they get me every time. They get me every time. I think you did great. Thanks, I Bill. I really proud of you tonight. I'm, I'm really proud, proud of, of you. you on this, the eve of your 18th birthday. Thank you. I flutters. Let's um, go celebrate. I can't wait. Um, do we have anything else? No. We're just going to go celebrate your birthday. Yeah. I'll tell you guys all about it next week. Just um, um, follow us on all the things at KK Sam Podcast. Give Ketrin a great old birthday present and join our Patreon. Yeah. She oh, does, please do. Um, tarot readings over there recently, which has been cool. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And um, lots of other cool stuff. And, um, you know, also give us a five-star review for her birthday. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. If you could do all these things for my birthday... You don't want me to be sad on my birthday. 18th birthday. 
That would be terrible. I would just cry and cry and cry. Ugh, I'm creeping myself uh, out. Goodbye. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, we got to go. This has been Kim we and Kat Stay so Alive. Much. Thank you for listening. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week. <laughs> Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> <laughs>